Astrology is returning. It's an ancient tool that you can lean into because why? Every single day, we know the sun's coming up. We know what increments the moon. But they've always known this, literally, how to execute a chart and determine every single day the sun moves one degree around the sky. So we know on the day you were born, every year the sun moves to the same. It's very calculated. It's very consistent. It's very stable. What on this planet is stable? Oh, that's right. The earth is, but the humans... Hello, hello. Welcome to Heal Thyself. Whoa, okay. What a, what a, what a show. For many years, I've resisted even speaking about astrology because I know that me with my science mind and really sticking onto studies and only believing for so many years what is in the data, I didn't want to believe in the esoteric, but it would be silly to think that. It would be silly to think that we understand the world and the nature of the world by simply just seeing it in research. Research helps. Research gives us light. But my God, I would say 1% of the world, maybe we understand. The rest of it is so esoteric. And the more we try to understand, it goes right through our fingers. So guess what? I have the OG. I'm talking about the, the first and one of the most popular, gifted, talented astrologers around. And she's a psychotherapist. So she's grounded in so much of the mental health and she's grounded so much in the science, but also is so talented at reading what the heck is going on in the stars when you were born. And it's going to be a fantastic episode because even if you believe in it or not, it's going to be fun. She's going to be talking about some important stuff. She's going to read my stuff. And I'm really excited to see if she's going to hit it right on the head or she's going to miss. And I'm going to be straight up. I'm going to let her know if she's hitting it on the head. I'm going to let you, the audience, know it's going to be straight up. So very excited to have this conversation about astrology because I've always found in my life that sometimes I'll do this app or I'll read about this and I'm like, wow, that actually resonates. It's not like I'm trying to make it fit. I'm not trying to make it resonate. No, it's actually pretty cool. And so stay tuned because Deborah is going to blow your mind when it comes to reading the stars. Yes, I just said it, reading the stars. Also, the Knowledge Bomb segment is something that I really wanted to open my heart to. Um, I felt really called about talking about the state of the world. I'm far from an expert of geopolitics, but I'm able to speak about spirituality and our own responsibility for ourselves. So I'm going to give you a clue in into what I hope is a very empowering segment for you, just to at the very least turn off the anxiety that so much of us are living with. Let us get into the show. Okay, so the state of the world has been pretty tumultuous over the past few weeks, right? I, I would say it's been tumultuous for many years, for ages, for centuries. Like a repressed emotion or a repressed disease, it will always come to the surface. And, you know, the world and us go by very different perspectives and experiences of time. When it comes to the age of the earth and the age of humanity, we are so much more concentrated in what we think time is versus the shifts in how the world moves. And what I mean by that is this, the world will always go through contractions and expansions, just like breathing, right? We breathe in, we contract, we expand. And the world will go through that and it'll take centuries for just one breath to happen. 
But for us, we'll see things in our lifetime that is tumultuous. And we'll have a very different perspective on the reality of what time may be, which is not, not real at all. But when you look at the state of the world, it's nothing new. Since the beginning of the world, there's been repression, 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 and then coming to the surface and inflammation. Repression coming to the surface and inflammation. In fact, it is the very nature of the ego of what we're seeing. The very nature of the ego is to celebrate, celebrate what fits in the egoic paradigm and then push down what doesn't fit. And then push down further and then it inflames up and then we call the state of the world shit and then we push it back down and everything's better in the world. This is the cycle we've been at for a long time. What you're seeing is a stair step peaking over the years of this inflammation getting more and more and more dramatic to the point where now it's explosive. You know, skincare isn't just about looking good, right? A lot of us want to look good, but it's not just about looking good. It's about nurturing your skin and being well-balanced from the inside out. And, you know, this world is flooded with a bunch of harsh chemicals that are really insulting our skin, our barrier. And you want something truly effective that is safe. Alitura is one of the best in the game. If you never heard of Alitura, you just think of, you might've seen some uh, black bottles with gold writing on it. It's one of the best. And they're always at health events and people are loving them. And they're quality. Alitura Naturals has crafted a serum that is not only safe, but also incredibly effective. Listen, a lot of you ask me where I get my glow from. This is a huge part of the equation. Their gold serum isn't just another skincare product. It's a testament to the power of natural healing and a commitment to holistic health. It uses organic ingredients like jojoba, olive, rosehip oils, and the gold serum is made organically with plant-derived vitamin A, not synthetic stuff, not that nasty stuff that you're getting in a lot of these over-the-counter products. GHKCU and marine collagen to revitalize your skin. Alitura Naturals has been using the best ingredients in their products for years. They've been pioneering the path for what truly transformed skin should be. So if you're ready to take control of your skin health and experience the pinnacle of natural beauty, I highly recommend checking out Alituria Naturals. For a limited time, you, the Heal Thyself listener, will enjoy the exclusive discount, just the Heal Thyself discount, only for you. That's 20% off of this gold serum. Go to alitura.com and use the code DRG for 20% off. That's A-L-I-T-U-R-A.com and get that 20% discount. It's amazing stuff. I use it every night before bed and I'm telling you, I'm on fire with my skin in a good way. Check it out. All right, let's face it. With all the toxins we're exposed to nowadays with processed foods, pollutants, and even stress, our poor livers have been working overtime. If you've been feeling sluggish, bloated, or just overall rundown, it may be time to give your hardworking liver some extra love and support. That is where Organifi's liver detox comes in. This convenient little capsule contains a powerhouse blend of clinically studied superfoods. This convenient little capsule contains a powerhouse blend of clinically studied superfood ingredients specifically designed to remove excess toxins and improve digestion, promote healthier energy levels, and just overall liver health. Now, one of the key ingredients is artichoke leaf extract, which has been clinically proven to help detoxify the liver and digestive tract. Then you got the all-star liver protector. You heard of it, milk thistle, an herb that has been used for centuries to give your liver a big old hug. That's not all. Organifi's liver detox also contains dandelion root, one of my favorite ones of all time, which is loaded with vitamins and minerals to promote healthy liver function and digestion. And finally, Trophalia, an ancient Ayurvedic formula packed with antioxidants that has been traditionally used as a powerful liver tonic, one of my favorite ones too. So whether you're dealing with sluggish digestion, low energy, or just want to give your body's main detox engine a little extra love, Organifi's Liver Detox has your back. Just take one to three capsules at any point during the day to start supporting your liver's natural detox pathways. All of us need to be supporting our liver 
If you want to experience the energy boosting, liver supporting effects of this fantastic formula, head to OrganifiShop.com and use the code DRG for 20% off. That is O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I shop.com slash DRG. There's been a lot of people who have felt helpless and who have felt enraged, who has felt emotional and rightfully so. All of these parts of us starting to show up, even the parts of us that we've kind of held down really triggered, really triggered about maybe the media we consume, the stories we hear, the things we read, and that's okay. But on a deeper level, I want you all to do something. There is no benefit to us continuously consuming something that is perpetuating the same thing that we've been living with, and that's fear, okay? And I say that because the collective state of the world is the way it is because we are in a persistent emotional state of fear. That is the collective consciousness overriding emotion. That is by choice forever. We have all made decisions that fear is the part of us that is most on the surface. And because of that, it's not just you, it's the world. The state of the world is expressing itself in fear. Well, then naturally the question is fear of what? right? Fear of what? I don't feel scared. I go to work and I do my thing and I'm happy with my faith. You know, I'm talking about there's a deep sense of fear that we all live with. And it is originating from the same place over and over and over and over for centuries since the beginning. And it is the repression for us to be who we are. Now, I've been saying this for a year and it is easily applicable to the state of the world. When we are not allowing ourselves to be who we are, fully, when we don't even know who we are because we've been so oppressed and repressed, think about the states of our body. Imagine, if you will, let's do this exercise. You come into a boarding school in another country and the headmaster has created these very rigid rules that everyone has to wear the same outfits. Okay. Well, we've seen that on TV or you've heard of something like that, but everyone has to follow the same exact rules. In fact, the, the sense of individuality, artistry, expression, talent, creation, the sense of joy is gone. There's conformity to be fit into this paradigm or this school, for this example, that you must be part of in order to survive, right? It is actually the only way to survive. Imagine if you went to that school for a week, how you'd feel. Well, you probably conform. You probably start figuring it out because humans are highly adaptable. Imagine week four. Well, you probably be feeling it a little bit more, getting a little frustrated, but still adaptable. And you're making it work because you got to survive. And this is where your parents send you. Now imagine a year into that school, how repressed and contracted and disconnected from who you truly are that you've known yourself to be becomes. Now imagine after a year and a half, you begin to forget who you are. You begin to forget the things that brought you joy and the things that brought the world light and radiance coming from you. Now imagine two years into it. By then you've forgot so much of who you are that that expression of where you are is going to start coming out in the most distorted of ways. And you're going to be held in by that fear that you need to conform and be this version of you because it's the only acceptable part of you for, to survive whether it's in a family or in a religious household or through religion or through society, whatever it is, this part of you is the only acceptable part of you. Imagine that compression in the body of how it feels. Now imagine two years into that boarding school, what's going to come out? Because I guarantee there's going to be 
kids there. There's going to be people there who start rebelling, right? There's going to be people there who get angry, who are enraged. There's going to be people there who are so repressed that have the capacity and the ability to hurt another person, to hurt another person, right? And something that is not within who they are, right? Who they know themselves to be. No, they're pulling out this dark part of them that is actually, actually within all of us. Because I promise you, if your world was to go to shit and we needed to survive and the only thing we could do is kill an animal and you say you'll never kill an animal or kill another human being, that is within all of us. So let's not fool ourselves that we have a lot of darkness inside of us as we have all of that light. But again, imagine you're in this boarding school of course, when you are fully repressed and not allowed to be who you are, what do you think is going to happen? So I want you to extrapolate that to the state of the world. The state of the world, we have not allowed people to be fully expressed in their hearts who they're supposed to be. We've called adulthood the disconnect from who you are as a child. And we've blasted that bridge and have never connected that, hey, you still are a kid in your heart. You still are allowed to dance. You still are allowed to sing. You still are allowed to be an artist and, and make pottery and make paintings, not go into the banking system or, or go into becoming a, a lawyer if you don't want to. You understand what I'm trying to say. The world is the way it is because we have not allowed people to be who they are. So what is your responsibility? Your responsibility is to be who you are. Why, why does that even matter? Why does me being who I am have any effect on the state of the world? Well, it does. You don't need to take psychedelics to have a felt sense that we're all connected. Have you ever lived with someone you love, whether it's mom or dad or brother or sister or your partner? Have you ever walked in the house and already knew the state of your partner before you even spoke or you already knew the state of your family or family member before you even spoke? You know that feeling? That's because we're connected. That's because you already are able to feel someone before words are spoken. It's also said about groups of people, let's say a flea market or in a movie theater. It's also said about a town, a city, a country. It's also said about continents in the world. There's no disconnection. And, and if you've taken psychedelics, I, I don't have to explain this to you. It's a felt sense of, yes, we are one. And everything that I do, be, say, or have has a marked effect on other people. So then the question is, what is my responsibility? Your responsibility for anything happening in the world is you. Your responsibility for anything happening in the world is you. Wow, how scary and empowering is that? Instead of facing our energy or criticizing so many people and being enraged and being really scared, instead we can shift our state, our energy. Because if we're adding into that collective state of fear by us embodying fear, then it stands to believe that we're just adding on to the collective consciousness of fear. So then it's our responsibility to shift our collective state, but it starts with us. How do you do that? Well, you do the opposite. You have to work. If your default is fear by the way you grew up, by the way you were indoctrinated, by the media you've consumed, by the news that you watch, right? If you have been living in fear and not even noticing it, then you can't know yourself to be anything other than you believe yourself to be, but I promise you, you're more than that. So when you connect to a felt sense of joy, that is the medicine. Your felt sense of joy completely changes your physiology. And when it changes your physiology of your cells, your cells are turning on and off very specific genes that are causing more joy, ironically, right? Think about it. The more fear we're in, 
Don't we seek things to scare us more? The more anger we're in, don't we seek things that get us more angry? The more we are in an emotion, the more that emotion is continuously being recycled in the body and the cells are expressing more receptors to that emotion. We see it with cortisol all the time. It's our responsibility to shift our state to joy. That's an uphill battle, but you got to do it every day. So how do you do that? Well, take some time. And I want you to think about the moment that brought you the most joy ever. That could have been a sibling's wedding. That could have been dancing in a very special moment with your partner. That could have been the moment that your parents got remarried or something like that. What is the moment? Think about it immediately. Just feel it in your body. What is the moment that brings you the most joy? Can you picture what it looked like? Can you picture what who was around you? Maybe what you were wearing, where you were, what the sun looked like or the moon looked like right? What the lights look like. Can you come back really to that moment? Go to your memory bank, come back to that moment of joy and then begin to feel it. If you allow yourself to feel, and for me, it's this moment when my brother got married. And uh, I remember when we were doing the reception, the celebration, they were playing all of this beautiful salsa music that my mom used to love. And I, I saw my aunts and I saw my uncle and my dad and my brother, and they were just so radiant and happy and joyous. And I took a picture in my head for that moment, never wanting to forget it. And it's a moment I always come back to, to feel joy in my body. And guess what? You can feel it. Talk to yourselves, talk to your body, invite in more joy, because when you do, it cascades from cells to individual to collective. And guess what? The more you express joy through your body, the more your environment acquiesces to be in alignment with who you are. So of course, then it stands to believe you're going to attract more joyous situations, just like without you knowing you've attracted more fearful situations, more angry situations. Do the opposite and start to see how your reality changes. But more importantly, start to see how you change reality. And you can. How? When I started so much of my awareness around myself and, and the world and quantum physics was something that really drew me in because I needed to understand, did all this woo shit have science? Was there any science? And I started following different scientists. Amit Goswami uh, was probably my favorite one. And I read all of his books and, and he, he's taught so much straightforward of what quantum physics is like. And essentially it's this. And the reason I bring this up is not to become overly technical on things. But that arm of science very, very clearly shows that the state of nature is not what we thought in science. It is not the macroscopic billiard ball mechanics that we see in Newtonian physics, where if we throw up an apple, it comes down, it's going to fall, and it has a very specific calculation. We know how fast it's going to fall, and we know when it's going to fall. But the deeper we get into our states of being, when we go from organs to cells, from cells to molecules, from molecules to subatomic particles, right? You see things like protons, neutrons, electrons, and then even deeper than that, what they're made out of. Those particles completely shatter the paradigm of what we think reality is. And I'm saying all this to say something, so, so just bear with me. Completely shatters what we believe the nature of reality to be. Why? Because we very quickly saw in quantum physics that everything's connected. How do we know that? Well, Einstein called it spooky action at a distance. What happened was they split a subatomic particle and they took that one half to the other side of the world and they kept that other half 
where it originally was. I don't know where in the country or what country it was in. But what I do know is that as soon as they manipulated one subatomic particle, in that very second, the other subatomic particle responded. How? Why did Einstein call that spooky action at a distance? Because there is an invisible ocean that is connecting both subatomic particles. Guess what? Which you're made out of. That means, then, it stands to believe, if we allow ourselves to express the felt sense of joy through our nervous system, through our cells, expressing it to the world, we are going to not only receive back a, a felt experience of more joy, but we're going to change the people around us. We're going to give permission for the people around us to be themselves. We're act, you can actually change someone's own physiology by you being you in that state of joy. So the more joy we bring to ourselves, the more joy we bring to the collective. So then, then, believe it or not, it very much so could be possible that you could feel so much joy in the shower in the morning, overtaking your whole body. You feel so much joy. You want to cry. You want to scream in joy. And it could very well be that someone is in a shower in Japan and out of nowhere feels a huge sense of joy. And without even knowing, you've influenced that person. So to think you don't have power to change the world would be the most foolish statement in the world. You have the power to change the world and you do it by you being you. I wanted to say those words. I really did. Because then it bears so much more responsibility for us. It's about heal thyself, right? You got to heal yourself in order to heal the world. And it still stands true. The five years we've been saying it. Now you apply that to the state of the world and watch how much shifts, not only in your world, but as it starts expanding and hits a threshold with a collective of many people doing it, the state of the world. There you go. Connect to yourself. You got the remedy. You are the medicine. Ain't no one else the medicine. You are the medicine. Hope you enjoyed that knowledge bomb. Let's get ready to talk about the most woo-woo stuff that I've ever talked about on the show. It's been a long time since I promoted a coffee because there's not that many good coffee brands. We got one of the best ones now on Heal Thyself. Are you ready to elevate your coffee game? And experience to prove that it's not only delicious, but it's also health focused. Let me introduce you to Purity Coffee. You heard me review them in one of my first ever coffee reviews as one of the best, and then my second ever one as one of the best. And it's one of the best still. It's an ultimate choice for coffee lovers who, who prioritize taste as well as well being. I'm gonna tell you what makes Purity Coffee stand out from the crowd. Every step in their process is rooted in health focused principles backed by solid scientific research based rigorous testing. They use the finest specialty grade organic Arabica beans and then move on to small batch roasting, ensuring that each cup meets the highest standards of quality. But what really sets Purity Coffee apart from all the other coffee brands is their dedication, is my favorite, is their dedication to purity and safety. Their beans undergo third-party testing to ensure they're free of pesticides, toxins, and harmful mycotoxins, those pesky substances that can wreak havoc on your health, causing issues like liver and kidney damage, digestive problems, brain fog, and fatigue. Purity Coffee also has some of the highest antioxidant capacity. And this is important because we have to understand coffee is actually really good for us when we're getting quality coffee. And the reason it's good for us and ensures so many benefits, especially heart health, is because of its antioxidant capacity. Purity has one of the highest antioxidants that you're going to find in coffee, giving you a powerful dose of healthy boosting compounds with every sip. Purity Coffee is grown on regenerative organic farms that prioritize soil health, animal welfare, and community well-being. 
They have certifications by USDA Organic, Rainforest Alliance, and Smithsonian Bird Friendly. You can also trust Purity Coffee is not only good for you, but also good for the planet. They have a range of roasts from their light medium roast with sweet fruity notes and their dark roast with rich bold taste. So to try out one of my favorite coffees in existence and one that I recommend to everyone still to this day, I've been doing it for years, is Purity Coffee. Go to puritycoffee.com and use the code DRG for 30% off of your first purchase. That is P-U-R-I-T-Y-C-O-F-F-E-E.com and use the code DRG for 30% off of your order. You know, living a long life is great. It is. We all want to live longer. But what's even better is living those years in good health, right? Free of the chronic diseases and the ailments. Unfortunately for many, the gap between lifespan and health span is way too wide. And we spent our last years ill, not enjoying our life to the fullest. And that's why I'm always into research-based products, quality supplements that are coming out to you, the highest, the best of the best, some of the best rigorously tested supplements. And one of my favorite companies across the board is Momentus. And they have two that I use every single day, creatine and collagen. These are the two powerhouses at work. I've been open that I've been working out more four times a week. I'm lifting heavy weights. And these are staples. And, I, and not just me. I think everyone should be out working out, building muscle. Staples to muscle repair and muscle growth. But what sets Momentus apart from the rest is its clinically researched formulas. For the collagen, it delivers 15 grams of collagen, supporting your body in various ways. And it's not just one type of collagen, it's all the types of collagen, right? A lot of companies just have one type of collagen. You want all the types of your body's absorbing and utilizing this collagen the way you desire the body to use it. But boy, oh boy, the gold standard for working out, if you're not on this, you don't even have to be working out. You can use it for your brain. It's creatine. Momentous creatine is fantastic. There's no fillers, no additive, pure, effective ingredients you can trust. Trust is everything when it comes to supplements. Momentous third-party test. There's no surprises. What you see on the package is what you get. So if you're like me, you want to feel your body with the best of the best, go to livemomentous.com and use the code DRG for 15% off of creatine and collagen and all their top-notch products. That is L-I-V-E-M-O-M-E-N-T-O-U-S.com with the code DRG for your discount. Hello, hey, new Mel. Every bar mitzvah. I go to Shabbat still. Me too. I have one tonight. We're going to do this right now. Turn on the recording because he's funny and he's fast. We got that. We got it. Oh, we sang together right at the beginning. We did a prayer. We did a prayer. How great to start a podcast. I had the most fun at bar mitzvahs and bar mitzvahs. I look forward to them. It was my favorite thing. We got to dance with the boys slow dancing. That was a big deal when you were 13. All my crushes used to show up every every time, every party. like hope he asked me to dance please let's dance you know and and but then sometimes i'd loosen my tie and go like this on a table and i'd be dancing a dance music from the 90s you're you know? built for that your chart is a party waiting to happen this is you know this is newfound information no one has ever how is it that and i live in los angeles i'm kind of confused about that i've dated women who are like hey let's look at your co-star let's see if we're compatible so i i've and they've read to me oh you this and you that and i was like cool but I've never had a proper, like, someone integrated. You know what? Blue called me the OG. The OG. You know what that means? Of original gangster. Yeah, but I thought it was old gangster. It's original gangster. No, original. And You're you know what OG. that means? Is I had, I was, I'm so, I'm almost 70, you can't tell by looking. So uh-huh. I spent many years of my life pushing up against people like you. I don't really believe in astrology, they'd all say. Right. So I had to, like, keep pushing that. And I have a clinical master's degree in clinical psychology. So I'm not a woo-woo person. Right. But I get accused of it, as you just did, as, like, I, we've never had one before. And then I ask the question, do you know this? The oldest science on Earth is astrology. Whoa. In Egypt, in hieroglyphics, everything was kept and recorded, and they actually knew how to execute charts. So why has it been left behind? You know... 
this is perfect timing. This is very synchronous the past week. Oof, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, we got a show. It has been so long that I've been wanting to get someone to talk about astrology. Now, some of you might be thinking, oh, no, no, no. This is too taboo. I don't want to go into it. There's no science behind it. But guess what? We're going to balance it on this episode. We're going deep into it with Deborah Silverman. And she is so powerful. She is the OG. You know what that means? She's the original gangster when it comes to astrology. But she's also a clinical... Psychotherapist. I have a master's in clinical psychology. Master's in clinical psychology. So she's got the balance going. And this is the most beautiful part for me because it's all about that balance, the way we deliver our messages. Unfortunately, I don't think everyone's ready for the whole spirit woo-woo part, right? So we balance it together. But guess what, everyone? You got my chart ready and you're going to reveal some stuff today in, in, a, in, a, in a moment. But, but I want to ask you, I want to ask you, you've been doing this for so long. Do the stars, does astrology play a role in people's physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health? 100%, yes. 100%. It's unfortunate that the mind is so dependent on logic. I'm speaking to a doctor. I happen to love your kind of medicine. The mind is so addicted to logic when the truth is most of our reality comes through feelings, intuitions, memories, conjured up stories, mythologies, but we disregard that for some reason. We are so attached to things being logical and now at this moment in time as we sit here, logic's out the window. So astrology is returning. It's an ancient tool that you can lean into because why every single day we know the sun's coming up, we know it increments the moon, but they've always known this literally how to execute a chart and determine every single day the sun moves one degree around the sky. So we know on the day you were born, every year the sun moves to the same. It's very calculated. It's very consistent. It's very stable. What on this planet is stable? Oh, that's right. The earth is, but the humans... So when you can depend on something that's reliable and astrology's passed the test of time and you give yourself the innocence of the mind, not the left brain, but the right brain saying, I am interested. That's when the entrance begins of, oh, my mind is getting clearer. Like I'm thinking of new thoughts. I'm falling in love with myself. I'm remembering my soul's mission. I have language to talk about why you're so quirky, why you get so excited. Mm. Mr. Double Fire Sign. Double Fire Sign. We're going to go into that in, in a little but. I love what you said. We live in this world of logic. You know, we look at medicine and health only from the logistical magnifying glass. If there ain't a study, then I don't know how I'm going to do it. I'm not going to do it, right? But we don't have studies in the compounds that we breathe in when we go to the woods. We know some of them, but we don't know all of them. But we know they benefit us, right? We don't necessarily need studies to know that when we lay on the ground, earth is grounding us and creating this beautiful energetic polarity in our body and really just energizing our whole nervous system. Feeling us. But but we feel it. And and you brought the very important word of feeling and that intuition. Everyone is built with it, but we're disconnected from it. So when you think about planets and stars, there's mathematical, there's mathematical pieces to everything. We precision. Yes, it's all based on astronomy. It's all based on astronomy, which brings me to this next part. I am so in awe of ancient civilizations. I'm going to Egypt in a week. 
I'm going into the pyramids. Well, this is where you're going to see astrology began there. It began there. So, so can you tell me, we look in ancient civilizations and we tend to have the belief system that, no, we advance over time. Were ancient civilizations so deeply connected to astrology? Were they connected to the stars? Did they understand the universe much more than we do now? How did they find Jesus? Mm. They followed the stars. And who knew which star to follow? The wise men. And what were the wise men? Students of the highest level, which brings us back to Egypt and astrology. So why is it what got disregarded? Is a better question is where did it go? Like what limits us from feeling intuiting, knowing things. We have a deep remembrance. So many people on this planet read astrology and it's kind of dippy. Like right. all your friends have, I'm not going to say the name, but there's all these different platforms are on the, on the internet now. Real astrology has this ancient resource, as you're describing by ancient cultures, that has passed the test of time, but it got left behind. So mm -hmm. my job is to rekindle it so I can look at your chart and go, Oh my God, he's double fire. He's going to get so excited over nothing. He's like ready to go outside. He's speaking up. He's being blunt. He's honest. He's got this ego kind of, but yeah. it's genuinely wanting to help us. Mm -hmm. So he can't turn it down. So I'm sure as a kid, your mom was like, is there a volume knob on this kid? <laughs> oh my God, my dad's, my dad literally says at dinner tables with, with people, I'm going to do the impression. My son, he's always talking. He never shut up. And I don't know what to do. I always look, hey, he got a volume button. That's exactly what he used okay, to say. Okay, so how did I do that? Because the chart is so dependable. Then what happened to your chart, which is unusual, is the moon, which moves very quick every month that goes all the way around, was standing right next to Pluto. Very rare. Only lasts for a few hours. It may, and it's in Libra. So you can't, it's an error, talk. It's the moon. Your emotional body has to talk. And then you get intense and you want harmony and you want everyone to get along. And why can't people just be reasonable? And then you get all pissed off, but you're always trying to seek the balance for everybody. Mm. Am I right or am I right? hundred percent. I mean, this that's is... called moon in Libra, the emotional nature. Moon rules the inner world up at night. It rules our waters of our emotional body, the tears, the feelings. And it's in Libra, the partner. You're just always seeking partnership. Who can I collaborate with? Who can I dance with? Wow. Who can I make sure they feel better about themselves? You're like a cheerleader. Yeah, inherent healer. And and this, this always brings back memories of like, as a kid, when I would see people out of balance or being bullied or anything, I'd step in and try to try to help. You stand up for the underdog. Injustice is your worst thing. B big time. Big so time. isn't that funny? Now, here we are talking. I have never met you, even though we apparently spoke on Instagram a long time ago. And I know your character at the deepest level, you came in this life to seek balance yeah. and do it because it's in the house of professionalism. It's your career mm. to help people find balance and to do it with passion. You can't turn it down. You have no lukewarm. I'm going to tell everyone this. This isn't like a reach where I'm just like, oh yeah, I feel like you're right kind of. And you know, like I'm trying to acclimate my answers to make you feel better. No, you are actually reading stuff about me that like, you don't know me like that. You know what I mean? You know, it's but, so trippy. But, 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 it, but it's really powerful. And you said something important, moon. And, and, and to think that we're not connected to the universe and planets and the movement of planets would be, would be silly. We, we, we know that actually internally, we, our hormones even change with the moon as it moves. We know Women that. Women cycles every Women month. Women cycles with the moon as it moves. We know water changes. Water levels, they rise. The tide changes. So let's throw that out there if you don't think we're connected, all right? We're going to change this paradigm. But how powerful actually is the moon 
in your specialty of what you see when it comes to just human health? Such a great question. So it is definitely a variable in astrology. Has a, There's a medicine, people that work with astrology and medicine, and they specifically use the moon to talk about surgeries or timing when your body's more resilient. So there's a whole, I don't know much about it, but there's a whole school of ancient astrologers that worked with the body. What I can tell you as a therapist is the moon describes your emotional body and the emotional realm is what's controlling us right now. We are mm -hmm. out of whack. That's what anxiety and depression and fear and insomnia all of that is the emotional body being disrupted. When you become conscious, and I have these videos that come out every day on my Instagram that tell you where the moon is, like what the mood is of the day, and you start going in sync with it, and you start letting, first of all, we have to address the left brain has to be put aside. And for a minute, to your point, you go, maybe there is something yeah. to this influence that occurs in the dark without my mind's understanding. Oh, that makes me feel so good that there's a higher level of consciousness or a magical flavor to earth. That's what astrology gives. So the next step is, what is my moon in? Everyone should be asking this question. How does my emotional body engage with other people? Am I impulsive? That's fire. Am I sensitive? That's water. Am I going to talk? That's air. That's you. Am I going to get practical and try to get reasonable? And you can immediately see your kid, your husband, your wife and go, wow, this makes me so much more compassionate because if I know you need to talk when you're upset, give it to me. Mm. But if, I, if you see me not talking, you go, you know what, take some time, I can see you're in your space. So we start to make room for the diversity of the inner world, which is driving everyone crazy. We have no wisdom emotionally. We're very limited. But that's what yeah. I teach. Emotional wisdom comes by falling in love with your nature and being able to relax into your own skin. Of course, because then you can be compassionate about all of the times that you're regretting where you showed up like this certain way, right? If that's part of your nature, just by virtue of astrology, then you can relax into it and being like, okay, yeah, like I can come out with more compassion and heart. But yeah, in the past, the thing I regret, no, I'm actually fiery. Like, of course I, I, I showed up like that. Really, really beautiful to have a deeper understanding of self, but also our relationship with another, which is the beautiful part because now we know how to interact or our nature to interact with our partner, and, with yes. our kids, yes, with our coworkers, right? Yes. The sun, the sun. Okay, I know. I love the sun. I, I, I'm. I, I'd rather go to a sun Your circle than a, than a moon circle, right? Like sun is like. Uh, oh, really, Mr. Leo? <laughs> I feel so invigorated alive in the sun. And and a lot of the work that I've been doing lately was around the importance of the sun on a genetic aspect, but not getting too much of it where it causes that inflammation in our body. But from the astrology standpoint, what does the sun do? Everything. It's the life force. It's the personality. It's your ego. Like raise your hand. Anybody here have an ego? Oh, look, everyone's raising their hand. So they, it, we up. all have one. Yeah. So until you get acquainted with that life force and how to manage it and what it's drawn to, because it's impulsive, the ego has no off button until your awareness turns on and you operate out of your soul. But other than that, every what the problem on planet Earth is, is we have egos going wild right now. A hundred percent. And that's the sun. So the sun feeds the life force of the impulsive, instinctual nature. If I, if you hit your knee, that's your ego. It's an immediate response of your personality. So you get super excited and you need attention and you need to show up and you need to make things happen. And you're all fired up and you, and there's other people who are water that go, uh oh, he's scaring me. I see. Where's the volume knob? And they wish you would tone it down. And that's the distinction. And we all come with an ego 
And the sooner you turn your awareness on, which is called astrology, and you start noticing what it naturally does, you become masterful by following your own natural rhythm and stop judging yourself. Because I imagine for you, you can take over. Mm -hmm. And then you feel bad, but you're supposed to take over. Your function in this life is to be a bit brighter, a bit louder, a bit more excited and get us riled up to make a difference. Like a cheerleader. You are. Like you said, so, so, so the sun moon play pivotal, pivotal roles. And they're in dance together. Right, of course. They're moving around together. They love each other. And during a full moon, (laughs) I keep getting the microphone, during a full moon, they're opposite. No one ever knows that. So if you know it's a full moon, you can just look at the full moon and know the sun is exactly in the opposite position in the constellation. And during a new moon, they hug each other. And this is really a deep, dark sky when you're outside and there's no light. I know that sky. That's yeah. called a new moon, and that's when you go in. In the old days, we would never, in the ancient tribes, we'd all be quiet. Right. Because you could see nothing. We had no, no street lights. I see. So during a new moon, go in and do your prayers and reflect. And during a full moon, go have a party because the whole world's lit up. And that's why we go wild and howl and dance and sing. So wow. this is simple astrology. Everyone talks about Mercury retrograde, which bugs me because it's so dippy. But it's real. Happens yeah. three times a year. The planet is literally going backwards. So it looks like, you know, when two trains are going together on the subway yeah. and one looks like it's going backwards, yeah. that's what oh, retrograde yeah. means. It just means that we're going at the same speed as Mercury and now it's going backwards. And when that happens, yes, there's an increase of computer breakdown. There's an increase of flights being missed. There's an increase of miscommunication. It's real. And I, I use for years, I kind of have what you have. Your Mercury, the way your mind works, is very earthy. Mm-hmm. It's in Virgo. So it's very clean. Your mind is like detailed memories, organized, and can't understand people that aren't on time and aren't respectful. You're like, <laughs> bugging me. And I also have Mercury and Earth. And so that placement, Mercury, with the, there's three ingredients. There's the sun is your ego. There's the moon, which is your emotional inner world, the human nature component that makes us cry. And then there's Mercury that tells us how we think. Oh, that, that's a logic-based part. Exactly. And yours is in the deepest, strongest placement of organizing the mind and memorizing things without effort. Oh, I've always had the best memory. Thank you. Growing up, always the best. And and pe- actually, even today, I, I just the other day, I, I brought back a memory from so long, and they're like, "How do you remember that?" Even today, we just we were talking. I know. And you're like, "How do you remember?" That's we your talked Mercury already? and Virgo. So this is the language that we don't have yet. But if I say to you, "You have Mercury and Virgo," and this is your intellect, it's got this great ability to ask questions, and you're thinking linear, logical, and you're a doctor, and you want to help us. Right. It would not be a surprise. I would look at this kid's chart when you were little and say to your mom and dad, "He's loud. He's a little wild, but he's got a really good mind." Powerful, powerful stuff. And what a gift to give to parents. Mm, mm. It's one of my favorite things is endorsing children. And we have someone on my team. I have 20, I don't do readings anymore, but I have 24 trained certified astrologers. And one of them specializes in children. Some specialize in relationships. Some specialize in understanding your esoteric self. Mm. There's a whole range, but I have had the best job this whole life. This is, so so this is interesting um, because I know a lot of people that go, Oh, well, I'm a Leo and I do not want to be with an Aquarius or something like that. It, is, it, are we selling ourselves short by just having when we're too much in that space? Absolutely. First of all, Cupid has no eyesight. She just hits arrows and you fall in love. You don't, and she does not know astrology. So she's not looking at your charts. When people get together, that's karma. 
Now you have free will, but that chemistry game where all of a sudden it hits yes. the ding, 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 that you can't ask what their sign is and walk away. You can't. Right. At that moment, you've been intoxicated. Yeah. What the question though is once you get into a relationship, this is really important. How do I let, if, you, if I know your moon's in Libra and you need to talk when you're upset and I say to you, stop talking, the worst oh. thing I could do to you, mm. my moon's in Aries. If you tell me to tone it down when I'm upset, Get not don't get so angry. I'm like, oh right, really? That just sets me up. So you learn how to speak to your partner and make room for their quirky little personality. I see, I see. Which which inevitably they're going to display some of the <laughs> some of that just by There's virtue no of what's written in the stars, it. right? So so what I'm hearing is that it's a deeper way to understand how to navigate communication and partnership or have an eye out for, oh, this is how they show up. Okay, this is, oh, this makes sense. It's different than I do. Exactly. But I can meet them in the middle. And in my business, the people I hire, I look at every single employee I have. You do. And I've memorized all their charts. There's 50 women. There's 30 trained. I have a school. Twice a year, people come to the school and Blue just did it. It's six weeks long. You would love it. It's online just once a week and they're studying your chart. There's Whoa. only 10 people in the room. So you're looking at your chart every week and you're learning one bite piece at a time. And by the time you finish six weeks, you're like, my life lesson gets addressed, what my shadow is, because that's one of the things about your chart. You love going underneath people and getting to their darker side and finding that's, out the secrets. Yeah, that's my work. Exactly. <laughs> that's in your chart. Yeah. So these are the things that we look at in the chart and we describe it. And by the time they finish just level one, it's so much fun to watch. I get all these gifts in the mail. People I are Their that. husbands call me and say, my wife's back. I love that. Because it just gives you permission. And we don't speak this language. And to your point, when we started, people don't know that astrology is medicine. Mm, to hear that, right? Because it's it is it is a language of understanding that we have not yet put into the prioritization of relationships and relationship to ourselves. But very easily we can put together our nature and go, all right, if I have a son and I understand the whole chart of my son. Now I know how to navigate totally. when he's really mad or really sad or purposeful. What what can I cultivate and go, hey, son, this is like, You mean like yes. when my kid came home and said the teachers all put him in a room and he got in trouble because he was came home so scared. Mom, they all put me in a room and I got in trouble because I hit the bully. The I bully. said, you're a double Aries. I expected you to hit the bully. He was like, I'm not in trouble. I was like, of course you're not in trouble. Someone in that room couldn't stand that kid for six months now. Right. And, and a double Aries, a double fire sign kind of like you, finally can't hold back anymore. Of course. And then Snaps. he was, thanks, mom. Wow. So deeper understanding. So this is beautiful. And, and again, feel into how you feel about this, right? There's a lot of people viewing listening to go, I never heard about this. I actually thought it was just like someone saying, I'm an Aries and I'm a Scorpio and there was nothing to it. But now we're learning that there actually is more to it. So it there's, much there's, to it. there's deeper in connection. There's deeper in, in the value of understanding people. Um, again, I'm always like entrenched in, in with like how ancient civilizations really worked up to this. Would you say that a lot of these ancient civilizations, they 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 dictated so much of their work and their livelihood based on the stars? You know, the Mayan culture was completely based on the most sophisticated calendar you've ever seen. Whoa. I don't know if you know that. The Mayan calendar, which I've studied at length, is one of the richest resources of understanding that they knew the interfacing, to your point about the ETs. We can't remember where we came from, who wrote astrology, 
what the nature of reality is. We're all in this dark mystery. It kind yeah. of bugs me because I know there's a mystery that could be unveiled if we could just get to the original writers of these ancient civilizations that were so much more advanced than us in the name of the indigenous. I live in Hawaii, so I spend every winter barefoot and I walk on the land and oh. I really have a relationship with the chanting and the music and mm -hmm. really keeping myself in those woods and in those jungles. There's so many people that have lost that connection. So to your point, every civilization of old, including the Hawaiians, their whole system was navigating by the planets, yeah. the stars, the moon. Every Hawaiian fisherman knows all the moon cycles Whoa. by words because we, in old cultures, we didn't have electricity. So your answer is yes. The, re the question I can't figure out is as we've evolved, we left behind one of the richest, deepest wisdom chambers called understanding the moon and being able to go into sync with the higher levels of consciousness, which I do. I, this is my secret that came out on Blue's podcast. I do believe ETs are watching us. I don't think we're here by ourselves. Mm -hmm. I do think there's a higher intelligence. And we are in a critical, awful moment yeah. where the planet is having a hot spot. The acupuncture point just got popped in yes. Israel. If you think about the planet Earth and you were a healer, you'd see that spot. There's always so much energy hot space coming off that spot. It's not a surprise that it just escalated. Now let's chat about something crucial that is omega-3s. You know I'm all about keeping clean and pure when it comes to products as well as food on my plate. But when it comes to supplements, right, we have to make sure we have the best of the best, but especially when it comes to omega-3s. And, and I really mean it. Omega-3s are some of the most adulterated supplements that exist out there. And a lot of companies aren't doing it right. We need omega-3s for our heart, for our brain, for our eye health. You might not be getting enough nutritionally. When it comes to Peori, it's a quality brand, not only just with omegas across their whole line. They're extremely transparent. Every batch undergoes rigorous testing against over 200 contaminants, and you could check the results for yourself. And that's one of my favorite things. You can scan the QR code and look at the batch that is right in front of you that is on your shelf or on your counter, and you can see the results for this quality testing. Puri's O3 Ultra Pure Fish Oil delivers a potent dose of EPA and DHA without any unnecessary extras. Now, Puri is offering 20% off of their O3 Ultra Pure Fish Oil, the one that I take every single morning, and all their fantastic products to you, the Heal Thyself listener. That's 20% off even the already discounted subscription price. I want you to go to Puri.com. Use my promo code DRG, that's P-U-O-R-I.com slash DRG to take care of your health with some of the best omegas out there by Puri. These days... These days, it seems like everyone is carrying on a beverage, whether it's soda or flavored water, or kombucha, or coffee or tea. But not all beverages are created equal when it comes to quality and health benefits. That is why I become obsessed with Peaks Sun Goddess Matcha. I've been using this for, it's one of the first supplements I really invested in. It's four years ago, probably. And it's not just any old matcha powder. We're talking organic ceremonial grade matcha tea that has been meticulously screened for pesticides, heavy metals, mold, and even radioactive isotopes. Peak takes no shortcuts. Their matcha is cultivated by ninth degree tea masters in Kagoshima, Japan, using century-old traditions. Their plants are shaded for 35% longer than usual to maximize the production of vital compounds like L-theanine for calm, steady energy and chlorophyll for its detoxifying anti-aging properties. I start every morning with a frothy cup of sun goddess matcha, not just for energizing my body, you know, we all want to get that caffeine kick, yeah, okay, but for the amazing gut health, metabolism boosting, and antioxidant benefits. 
The phytonutrients nurture my digestive system. The EGCG compounds help my body burn calories efficiently. And the chlorophyll gives my skin the awesome reading. You see I'm glowing right now, right? That's because of the matcha. There's perfectly proportioned packets that are easy to mix with water whenever I need to pick me up. So easy to make a consistent self-care ritual. Peak is offering you, the Heal Thyself listener, 15% off of their sun goddess matcha plus a free beaker and a rechargeable frother when you go to peaklife.com slash DRG. They're so confident that you're going to love it. There's even a 30-day money-back guarantee. No code at checkout. Just go to P-I-Q-U-E-L-I-F-E.com slash DRG. You're going to get 15% off plus all those freebies. Now the question is, do I have enough wisdom to recognize that we're being watched, we're being held? And yes, this planet's filled with the conspiracy theorists and there's a whole bunch of conversations, but at the highest level, said the astrologer, the sun's coming up tomorrow, the moon moves in perfect increments, I can look at your chart and describe your destiny. That means there's a higher intelligence. So Mm. good news, bad news is the human has got such a limited operating system. I wish so much I could remember the ancient wisdom because I know I was there. Yeah. I wish so much that I could see the future and be able to remember how good this will be at the end. But right now, mom is giving a big, loud noise called, I'm hurting, you're abusing me, you're violating my own ability to stay balanced. And so I have to shake you off. And so we have to just do our prayers to be wise enough to have faith at a time when the mind's going... Did she talk about astrology on that podcast? <laughs> right. What was that? Right. And have to, and, and 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 fall into the body, feel into the heart. What is true for you? If we move away from the head, our conditioning, the programming, the things that we value as that's true, but is it true for you? Right? Maybe it was true for your parents, maybe it was true for the school you went through, maybe for your friends, maybe even for your partner. But is it true for you? Ultimately, when you really listen to that last 60 seconds you just said if you listen to your heart feel it and most likely you're going to feel a little something and and i feel it all because (laughs) because i i know i know what you're saying from a macro level we can all go into the micro level and look at logistics we can say this versus that that versus this but let's take a macro level that hot spot as you say that acupuncture point Earth is just mimicking what happens internally within us we have this turmoil in us we have disconnect of ourselves, living in survival mode, not knowing how to thrive with each other, not working cohesively. We're suffering with disease. The macro is just mimicking what's happening internally. And on the bigger scale, you're talking about universe, stars, uh, other life forms. I mean, like we're getting this, we're getting this wisdom. And if we listen, right, we can, we can definitely make some massive changes, but we don't want to listen right now. Maybe we got messages in the past. We don't want to listen. But, you know. Until the crisis happens. Until until the crisis. That's where you come in and I come in. When the crisis happens, when it's so uncomfortable, when you're so sad and you're so bored and you're feeling so lethargic, that's when you ask for help. So I really want to say that out loud because one of the big tricks that I've learned is praying really works. And the other thing is not aging. Like I am moving towards 70. You would never believe I can't believe it when you told me. And my energetics, my ability to go every single day in the ocean and every single day, I'm outside barefoot. But I've made a commitment this life that I want to be an example of the next generation. What will it look like if we do what you're asking us to do? Stay healthy, stay balanced, stay awake, fall in love, be nice. What would this planet be like? So I'm in the future. I love that. And 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 that is part of your secret, the connection to nature, huh? A hundred, every single day. That's the four elements. All my life's work is the water, like drinking clean water. 
being conscious. I pray over my food every time, keeping a holiness, a sacredness to this existence. How dare we take advantage and complain? When I catch myself complaining because I have you know, I my upbringing was Jewish, and I grew up in a family where they all went like this. Oi! I yeah. mean, I grew up with this all the oi, yeah. and it became contagious. Yeah. And I had a boyfriend call me out, and he was like, "What's with the oi? Like, why are you complaining?" I was like, "Oh, I had absorbed it." And then I woke up and I realized I washed them all age, and they got yeah. a little grumpier. I mean, they're sweet as pie, the heart, but the presentation. And then I thought, this is not happening to me, and it's a conscious decision. Everyone listening to this has to make this decision. Do you want to be here? Like, do you remember you signed up for this? Because your chart came with such a strong mission, you particularly, that you said, and you got so excited. You were like, I'm going to go down and I'm going to help all these people and I'm going to have all this energy and I'm going to be really handsome. I'm going to tickle people and they're all going to like me. I can't wait to go, but that's not true of everybody else. They're like, I didn't get that. Right. Now, what do we do when you realize that your storyline is a little bit uncomfortable? Oh, you take the advice from Dr. G. You turn on the Instagram, you watch all these different podcasts, and suddenly you're like, there's another way to be. Right. And that's the entrance and the humbleness and the innocence of every mind that says, does she say astrology? Just be open. <laughs> Just say for a minute, maybe I'll go maybe. try. Yeah, exactly. And lean into it. And if we are good examples, you and I both have a lot of fire and we're all enthusiastic and you want to have some of that wherever you are, the trick is start with a prayer. Start with as simple as this, I need help. The planet, if everyone on the planet started to pray and ask for help, and you're the, like the ambassador of peace, yeah. one of the things about your chart is you really do want to bring the balance to people. Isn't that one of your biggest... 100%. Yeah, 100%. It's right here in your chart. When you were born on the top of the sky, I'm going to show it to you, but you really can't see it yet because you don't understand language. The moon, you were born with the moon when your mom was giving birth right above her head, literally up directly above her head was the moon and Pluto in Libra in the house of fame. That means your emotional gift of being peaceful and being balanced and handsome and cute plus the intensity you carried was going to be an example for all of us. It was Art, already written. aesthetic, beauty. Like you look at the girls and they have to look a certain way. You get crazy because you're so picky. That's, that's, that's true. How do you know this? How do I know this? This is kind of crazy. I'm looking right at the chart. It's not a big science. It's I mean, not a big science. Well, it is kind of. Yeah. It does take a little while to learn. You also have two planets in Scorpio, so you're very focused. It's confusing to you when people are dippy and they aren't doing a good job. You're like, can we go... Yeah, I, I, it makes sometimes difficulty in, in teams because I'm, I, I expect so much, you know, like... That's because you're an example. So that's us. But there's all these people listening today and they want to feel their hearts, to your point. How do they get their minds to yes. be quiet and get back into nature and feel this element? So drinking water consciously, taking a deep breath, let's do it. Okay, let's do it. And hold it at the top and then breathe out calm. Just feel your whole nervous system just relaxed. All it takes is a breath. That's air. To pause and take a deep breath means that you're awake. Because mm -hmm. we do it without ever thinking from the minute you get here to the minute you go. But when you put your awareness on it, and then earth is stop complaining about being having to go to work and dealing with money and cleaning up and feeding the kids and picking them up. That's the earth element is how can I worship this physical plane, because I'm only here for a few minutes. 
Mm, and this place is so unbelievable. Yesterday I went to Hollywood Boulevard and there was like this unbelievable amount of lights everywhere. I just got myself so entertained. Right. You can't not. I mean, I thought, and all those stars on the ground, I thought, look at this, a town that has stars on the ground, yeah. said the astrologer. There's all down Hollywood Boulevard, there were stars on the ground. That's beautiful. And and the, and the earth fire, fire, what about the fire? Fire. So fire is the passion of this life, is, is getting excited, is having an orgasm, is drinking too mm. much, is going on plant medicine, like altering your reality and going, boom, boom, boom. It's like, wake up. Why do people drink and get high? Because they're trying to change their point of view. They're trying to have a moment out of this reality where it's a little less static and they're kind of, and then come back and remember what happened there. I get nervous with everyone doing in your generation, plant medicine and they're all right. getting high and they're microdosing. And I'm like, do you retain wisdom from that place? Or is it just an entertainment unit? Because the point of this exercise <clears throat> for everybody here is, you have to evolve and learn. And my young, innocent self, who isn't this age, as old as I am, but the part <laughs> of me that's really young and innocent, I'm, I'm constantly like, today, how did I find you? I don't even know how this happened. I'm mm. always in awe. This is a flavor to add if you can find this, you guys. This is a great flavor. Mm -hmm. Can I be innocent enough to realize that my reality is a misconstructed idea. We get stuck in not ideas that astrology is stupid or that we can't be open-minded, we can't cry, or there's all these crazy... Challenge your thoughts. Right, right. And that's, that's what I'm, I'm challenging everyone to lean into. If you listen to your heart, most likely if you listen from your heart, it's going to receive something on this podcast. And this is why I wanted to do this, is to challenge, is to challenge... The, it, the paradigm ain't working. Exactly. The medical paradigm is not working. The way we relate to ourselves and others isn't working. Our connection to our own bodies isn't working. Our own emotions ain't nothing, ain't nothing working. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, I, come, I come from like the medical, no. So, so my, my, my place as a seeker and, and, and learning and, and, and presenting and, and holding the space for people to learn themselves is to challenge and, and, and let and, the thought be innocent. Ask the, the questions. Ask the Is question. it really true? Am I really captured by this? Those of you that are water, they're so emotional, they get depressed. People that have a lot of water in their chart, they don't look like us. They're sitting at home, they're on the computer again. They're probably having a little bit of something over, over there for, and they're trying to escape how much it hurts here. The high road of water is, wait a minute, wait a minute, I'm going to meditate, I'm going to do yoga, I'm going to create a spiritual practice, soft music, incense burning, soft lights, my atmosphere is over, so I can soothe, self-soothe myself. Mm. The air people, they get confused. They can't make decisions, they can't get committed, they can't do relationships, they keep reading, they keep listening to podcasts, they don't remember a thing, right. they forget where they're going in their airheads. That's the low road. The high road is they, like you were really displaying it with your moon in Libra, to articulate and use words to be a bridge to the other, to ask the questions that are so interesting, to keep the dialogue so open-minded that you're open to listening to people you don't even agree with. Mm. I watch the news on both sides every day. I watch the politics that are both Republicans and Democrats. I watch what's going on in Palestine. What's going I am totally letting my mind be curious enough to know I don't know. That's mm. the high road of error. The low road is I'm so confused. Right, right. I can't believe I'm reading on blah. So you can feel the difference. The low yeah. road of earth people, they're so materialistic and they never feel like they're doing enough and they never feel like they're good enough. 
And no matter how much they do, they feel like I didn't really do a very good job. You have a little bit of this. It's a critic. So they have these high standards. The ones that don't live up to their high standards suffer. And they feel like they're not really that pretty and they have they gained weight and they have all this criticism. The high road of earth is I'm in love with this place and I'm doing everything that's asked of me from my supplements to my organic food to organizing the house to making little lists and I love to go to work and I'm not complaining. That's the high road of an earth person. I'm responsible because I like working, not because I... That's right. the low road. The high road of the low road of fire. Super energetic, a little bit too high, a little bit spending too much money, a little bit too LA, driving around in big cars, making themselves ego-centered, yeah. pretending they've got an image, but secretly feeling really insecure. You can't tell by looking, because they're always right. fluffed up with lots of they were hats and they were makeup and they were and they're dancing and they're like you're like, whoa, and they're so fun and they're so loud and they're having another, and that's the low road. The high road is inspiration like we're doing right now. I'm going to give you my enthusiasm and I'm so contagious. You will want to sit next to me because I'm going to have fun with you. This is what they have with Blue and I. We're going to have fun wherever we go because we're always taking the energy up, mm. not because of the ego, but because we came here this lifetime to show you it's okay to be a little loud and wild. Ooh, okay. So then the self-esteem feels better. The fire person's no longer self-conscious that why am I always the one? No, that's what I. That's why I said to you, you're double fire. You came in this life to be a role model for us to turn up the volume. To turn up the volume, man. No self consciousness anymore. I, I love I love that because I, I actually when you talked about the fire, I actually started resonating with that one the most, forgetting that I have fire in my in, double like, yeah, fire. Your soul fire. and your, your sun sign is your ego. The moon you asked about is your inner emotional yeah. world, and the rising sign based on your birth time is called the rising sign because it's your soul, it's your higher self. It's also called the ascendant, and your sun, your ego, and your soul are fire. Your rising sign is Sag. So. Sag. Yeah, so it's not just your ego, your personality's fire, but your soul is too, which really complements it, makes you like super silly. Super silly, yeah, that's I me. Mean, hey, man, that's true. But I love how you organize that because everyone who's listening, even if they believe in astrology or not, can at least relate to the low road and high road of whatever that predominant right. sign is there for them. And if you don't understand any of this, there's a book I wrote called The Missing Element that has no astrology in it. It's just the four elements. And you take a little test in the middle of the book. I was going to bring it for you. And then you figure out, which we already know, what's your missing element? Because if there's four wheels in a car yeah. and one element's out, the whole system breaks. Oh, I see, I see. And I that's see. what the book's so, about. Um, I really resonated with that high and low road because I can I can feel people hearing that and going, oh, wait, wait a minute, I do that. You know, like I wonder if, if I'm on the low road, you know, and like you can change it. And you said choice, decision. That's everything. Choice, decision. Everything. That's New the point you're here. You're choosing to be here. Let's do it again. Remember, everyone listening, this lifetime, you did not get pushed in the bus. You volunteered for this position. You knew this was coming. We knew we would get to this critical moment where it was going to be really scary. And there's those of us that have great faith. Don't worry. I can see the future. It's 60 miles east of here, and it's really beautiful. However, there's a lot of people that can't see the future, and they're in terror. So you have to remind yourself, wait, I chose this. I totally wanted to be here. This was my promise. And then the famous question I hear every day as an astrologer, what am I supposed to be doing here? I don't know what my purpose is. Right. Everyone says that to the astrologer. Your purpose is breathing. Let's start there. And breathing with consciousness. Once you start becoming awake and aware, and I see it in you so strong, then you make choices based on what you watched in the podcast with Dr. G. Oh, 
I'm going to take care of myself. Hmm. Oh, I just got inspired. Keep doing the research, you guys. I, it took me years to figure out what exactly makes my body happy. Because when you get towards this age, everyone I know, don't tell them, all my friends, oi, they have so many things. <laughs> Aches and pains. And... and I've really been deliberate this life to say, how, what will it take for me, to your point, to listen to my heart yeah. and stay in joy? Because that's what keeps the system working. Yes, I... <sighs> That's it. The joy. You look, this is the what I've been actually writing so much about in the mountains lately is the vibration of joy and the signal that it gives to the cells for the cells to allow itself with a new blueprint and information to turn on and off genes for healing. So you say joy, but for me, joy is the most important embodiment for your physical, mental, and emotional health by far. Can I tell you why? Why? Your rising sign, your soul is Sagittarius. And Sagittarius is the most joyful sign in the zodiac. They live to be happy. They are when I do C sections for moms, when they call me and say, I always tell the mom to have a baby born with Sag at the time of birth that will make them Sag rising because it's the best rising sign you can get. Because your soul came happy. I, I came All you talk happy. about is joy. So you're talking about it, you're writing about it, you look at your little face. Yeah, so yeah. it's all in an, an attempt, your soul said, this is every sage is a sage. <laughs> I made that up. Because what does the sages all do? They all know about laughing. That's like right. Like the Dalai Lama laughs. He's so, it's such a, the Mother Teresa laughs, like the humor system. And boy, does Blue laugh. I was about to say, shout out to Blue because she's been on the she, show oh before. Oh my God, she makes me laugh. Talking we, about the Gene Keys. Is she, is she sad rising? Yes. Oh, this is what we have in common. I'm trying to tell you. Because we're so goofy and always laughing. Hello. Always, oh, I see. Is anybody listening? I'm listening. I'm listening. Okay, I got it. Checking. I'm receiving. You both have the same soul's purpose. I see. I see. That's why she talks about such deep, powerful I stuff. Know. And then she has the, just the, the essence of just goofy and fun. <laughs> you and should laughing. see her and I together. Yeah. I mean, I would love to. That'd that is be so crazy. Cool. We were in the car driving. We were in Austin and I was honking the horn and the music was blaring and we parked the car. She looked at me, she goes, not everybody really keeps up with me. <laughs> oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, I, listen, honey, you sing, you want to dance, you want to be loud, you want to be weird. That's right. And that's youthfulness. Back that's to right. joy. That's Sagittarius wisdom. So for those people that are watching this that are getting depressed, because there's a really good reason to be depressed right now. I don't think you are alive if you're not anxious, depressed, feeling some kind of physical ailment, feeling lonely, feeling separate. That is the nature of our reality. But here's the news about Sag. All you got to do is turn on Dr. G's podcast <laughs> and all true. of a sudden you're feeling better. And that's what you're here, you are here to give us. That's mm. one of your functions. I, I love this. And, and as a Leo, I love hearing about myself. Well, no, it's okay because <laughs> you're a role model for us. I Every know, Leo know, loves hearing about Isn't that funny? Um, but but how, do, how do people get, okay, so like, let's say there's people viewing and listening and they go, okay, my heart's open. I kind of feel this. This is kind of cool. How do they step into learning more? What, what, what resources, aside from your wonderful Instagram that we're going to talk about in a minute, but how do we begin to lean into I think the prayer, wisdom? the first step is genuinely saying, like every time my body gets bad or something happens, and sometimes it takes longer than others, I really do a sincere prayer. Help me. So if you're interested in waking up, and increasing your purpose on being on earth, which is why else would you come? This is not a fun planet for me. I don't find, I mean, I don't have Sag rising. So I find this place very painful. It hurts me. Mm -hmm. I, it, I, like I cry a lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you can't tell by looking. And I spent a lot of time in my life being depressed until I realized there was a choice and I had some practices to do. But it all begins, my whole thing begins every day. Help me. 
how can I be of service? And my first prayer is, how can I be of service? Who can I, who can I play with today to serve? That was my first one. Yeah. And then I, I learned to ask for myself, like, what, do, what does this body need? Who can help me? Right. I have found the best healers my whole life with that prayer. Wow. Bring me a really good healer to help me this. I just had gum problems because I'm old, um, and I never had that before. And then I just put it out, and the next thing you know, someone sent me Chinese herbs that were for gums, and the next thing I knew, my intuition said, go to a holistic dentist, and then all of a sudden, the whole thing was healed. But it took me putting out loud, which is embarrassing. I have something going, uh, mm-hmm. and then I said, please help me, and the next thing I knew, I found exactly who I needed. Yeah, that's the, that's the alignment, right? Yes. Like, what you seek is seeking you. And when we move away that sort of timeline of like, oh, I have to do this, this, and this, and this, my logic, to get this, and instead go, no, it's already seeking me. It's here. That move, that surrender piece, you find it. And it's such an easier flow of life, my God. Like, you know, to, to, to surrender to, yeah, you know, you're well, you taking care of. you have to have faith that faith. that's actually happening. So there's right. a lot of people watching this that think it's, we're so special. But you have, they have to, there has to be an alteration in the brain that says, I am being watched mm-hmm. and I am loved. And spirit is what, there was angels. There's a guardian angel that every single human on this planet has. And they're devoted to you. Mm-hmm. And they spend their whole time watching you. Isn't that crazy? How can you be lonely when you know there's like, don't look right now because you can't see them with your eyes. But there's spirits in this room. Yeah. No, I can feel. I always feel. I, this I is, see that. I was, I see. Was Does your hat say sex? Socks. White socks. <laughs> but I mean, I just did a sex podcast before it is. Okay, so. but can you just tilt yeah. your head down? It does not say socks. It says, definitely to, says okay, SO. Okay, you need someone to help you. You, you it call says, the White Sox marketing department and then okay, we'll figure well, that out. Okay, well, I just want out. you to know that you have Saturn and Scorpio. Your life lesson is all about sexuality. Can we just go there? We're, we're going to go there because we just, I just did a- Like right where former, I was sitting, some girl was here? Well, a sex podcast. A sex podcast. Yeah, we had a little, whole, all about, Love all this. about it. It's, well, it's on your hat. It's Right? Well, as I know, but yes, <laughs> but it is on my, it definitely is on my hat. <laughs> but but I, would, I would love to learn more about that, actually. Well, that's well, in your chart. I want to unravel that chart after this very important piece that I want to talk about. Please. Now, now we- t- because it keeps coming up. We we have, you say, we come to this world and we choose and we're here and we have a But you don't life, remember a thing. We don't remember a thing. Amnesia. Right? It's all amnesia, right? And it's a remembrance process through life. But 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 then there's people who have you and listening go, okay, well, how did I choose living in poverty or or an abusive household or war-torn countries? What why does that make sense? How would you even answer that? I'm doing it again because that's all left brain. Nothing is what it seems. We have these left brains that want to make logic. There's no logic for someone who doesn't get to live in a, that lives in a war place. There's no logic for rape. This whole thing's crazy pants. So let's just name that. This reality is not logical. Somebody got to write that down. Right. The better question is now that I've surrendered to that truth, what's the medicine to give me faith again? To have me hopeful, how do I rekindle the part of me that says, I have a dear friend in my book who spent 27 years in San Quentin. I just had dinner with him. I helped him get out of prison. And when I met him, I realized by looking in his eyes, this guy had some kind of special joy that never changed. And I get, to, I went to San Quentin. I saw him again and again and again. And then finally, I got him out. He, after 27 years, I, I filmed the day that he touched the grass and said, I haven't touched this in a long time. Wow. He's now been out. He got out the day, ready, black man, got out the day Obama received his um, first original nomination. 
on the screen, and at the bottom of the screen, it said, on this day 45 years earlier, Martin Luther King said, I have a dream. That was the day Kenny got out. Hmm. There's Obama receiving his nomination. There's this little film going, and Kenny walks out wearing, having himself all like gray sweatshirts, and he has taken his life into the most beautiful place found a woman that he loved, became part of her family. What happened? He was in prison. Everyone can say this about their left brain, so confused. But he never gave up hope, ever, that he would get out one day. And his dream came true. So I want to just say to everyone, the mindset is the variable. This place is confusing. I can't answer you. When someone's poor and they live in a war-trodden country and they can't get out, it's so crazy what they can do, though, just as he did. Between your ears, you can liberate yourself. Wow. It's the truth. I watched him do it. Yeah. My favorite part was at the end of the story, we were driving around L.A. because he lives in L.A. now, and I was listening to chanting music. And he said, what is this music? And I said, well, they just do the same song over and over again. He was like, I've never heard this. And then he said, oh, you mean when I would put the Kleenex in my ear and I'd listen to myself breathe? I said, Uh Kenny, that's called meditating, and that's just what the music's doing. But he didn't know because he was an old soul, is an old soul, who knew how to reclaim his commitment to being here, no matter what the circumstance. Mm. And boy, did I learn from him. I love that. One of my I love favorite that. favorite teachers. Yeah, so beautiful because you're right. We want to put logic on everything. Uh, we, we, we want to name everything. We want to understand everything. And the ego is desperate to do it in its Bingo. own comfort, right? To feel it's safe in itself. So if I understand X, I know myself as Y. But, 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 but the truth is, you're the right. The soul is silent. The soul is silent. And the soul has such deep faith, the sun's coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And has such a relationship with those woods and the trees and the ground. It doesn't have words, but so much comfort. So put your attention on your heart and your soul or let your ego run the show. You tell me how that's going for you. Right, right. And that's a beautiful <laughs> answer to something that is a very difficult question and unanswerable in many ways. But it's really, really, you know, it's nourishing to the system yeah, to actually Thank you hear for that asking. For a it's a very profound dilemma for all people with Moon and Libra and Mercury and Virgo because they think so much how to find comfort beyond logic. Right, comfort beyond logic. So... I kind of want to get to like the fun part now, I guess. Uh, uh, you got that some. That was your you got, hat with that said sex. Wasn't sex. that fun? Yeah, that no. was that was the fun part. Socks. That, okay. that, the, the back and forth was fun, but but um, I would love to know just you know. Listen, we're gonna do we're gonna do the un, unveiling. Listen, you're gonna hear on this podcast right now, <laughs> Doctor G's deepest darkest secrets in the form of the language. Well, that's of astrology. funny. You should say because you're a secret keeper. Okay. Okay. I'm a secret keeper. All That's right. the truth, that there's a deep part your life lesson. Saturn is in Scorpio in the 10th house. Well, first of all, it's a healer. It's a doctor. Saturn in Scorpio in the 10th house is someone that, because the 10th house is your career. Again, it's the very top of the sky. Where the moon was, I said, was above your mom. So was Saturn. I always feel like I'm talking to myself when I talk about planets because no one knows what I'm talking about, but uh-huh. it's fun. So Saturn is sitting in the 10th house. It's a function of your purpose here to be very disciplined, very driven, have very clear intentions. And it's in the sign of Scorpio, which rules healing and sexuality and psychology and depth. So you came in this life promising that you would have this very high level desire to heal us and to be an example of intensity. So why is it sex, you should ask? Uh, Why is it sex? Because that's where the most deepest intimacy occurs. That's where the raw animal shows up. That's where we're so vulnerable. It's so bizarre. We close our eyes, we turn off the lights, we make really weird noises. You don't know, is it a good noise? Is it a bad noise? Are they hurting each other? Are they having... It's like the weirdest thing we do. We all act like it's normal, but no one talks about it. Shh. 
It's a secret world. And you have a very rich understanding of the world that has no words, where intensity lives, and where people get healed. This is true of um, Blue, who has four planets in Scorpio. It's a very strong appetite to speak to the unspeakable, to deal with depth, to be intimate with or without sex, that's just a word, right. and to not let people off the hook when it comes to their shadow. Like, let's talk about what you're scared about. Yeah. That's your gift. Yeah. Do you, do you know what I do for work? I do emotional I healing. So so I basically open up the space for either one-on-ones or massive groups for people to have full-blown exorcisms, like deep emotional expression. Why does that not surprise me? Right. And, and like, this is so powerful and easy for me like I, you're I, built for the job i'm built for the job <laughs> and like life life circle i didn't start off like that but life has led me there and it was a series of listening to my intuition each step that changed and detoured and re- rebalanced where i'm going that led me to this space that i actually well, feel you're a most very very good listener that's one of your superpowers. I'm watching you. And the ability to do a podcast, by the way, we're going on for a long time. I'm usually done right on time. Right. But I'm noticing that your capacity to receive and to hear and to listen, no wonder you everybody likes listening to you. I see. Okay. It's Scorpio. It's the intense desire for intimate, honest, deep, speak to the unspeakable and talk about what really matters, which is our emotional bodies are, can I say it, retarded. I know you're not supposed to say that. Yeah. But as a species, we're emotionally we are very immature, and this is this is why I'm doing the work. It's like, hey, everyone. And I know. think I'm really immature. No, I think you're I mean, just I'm youthful. A, I and see myself emotionally. That was funny. That was supposed to make you laugh. I think I um, I'm aware that as I age, it's difficult for me to be emotionally authentic and really stay real. And so that's what I mean. I'm learning more and more, like letting myself cry and letting myself get angry and letting myself really suffer, like not toning it down because I can really be error, which is dippy. And I've really called myself out in the name of authenticity. And I know that I'm just growing. In the name of authenticity. that, That is right up my alley, the authenticity piece. I like to know about love relationships. Well, you're, I was going to ask you the same thing. I was thinking about you in love. Like you are such a hopeless romantic. You have such a deep need for true love. Mm. Are you in relationship? No, but you want to know what I did last week? Came to terms that I am a hopeless romantic because that's how I started my like partnerships and loverships. My first first girlfriend, second girlfriend. I was so open-hearted, so romantic. Like, I was like, wow, who am I? And then the man gets hurt. And, and the heart closes. So for the better part of my adult life, it's been closed. And the work that I did literally last week was to have full acceptance that I actually am not all the things that I believe myself to be and crack open my heart and go, yeah, no, I am a hopeless romantic and I actually want love and I want to be in relationship and I want children. 2014, what happened? 2014, I'll tell you right now, 2014, my... Um, I had a girlfriend, I know who it is, and we broke up. Exactly. In 2014. That was a really significant relationship. That was my longest relationship. Yeah, that was a really significant relationship, and that was the turning point where your heart got shielded. So now you're learning to open, and the cycle's already passed. You're in a new cycle. Wow. You said 2014. Did I say 20? How did you know that? Because it's astrology 101. It's called Saturn Return. It's Hello. literally when we broke up. Me I and my know. Longest Do you think partner. I'm making this up? Three years we stayed. Excuse wow. me. I was just talking about the this, look, Y'all, this, this this stuff is is the real deal. You just they read me. They don't call me the OJ, OG, OG for nothing. I'm the OG. 
Yeah, you were the OG, but like... I just need my sunglasses. I'm yeah, not... yeah. we, 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 we got a good picture with them sunglasses on. Um, there's so much more that I, I can talk about. I know the depth of astrology. Now I'm starting to understand it. It probably goes a lot deeper. Did you not know till we did this? I, had, I, I, I knew Leo, I knew Sag Rising, and I knew Libra, but I didn't know what that meant. I just know what Leo meant. So I, I, I know I have, a, I have a lion tattoo on my back, right? Like I've always identified. See what I mean? It's everywhere. It's so funny. The right brain, the unconscious knows astrology is real. So whoever's listening, all of you skeptics, you know what my new book I'm writing is called? I don't believe in astrology. Oh, that's a fantastic Do you know how many title. times I hear the story? Yeah. And then I get to convert people. Yeah. It's a really cool job. And the school, which is only January and September, so it starts in January. I want to bring you in January. What, that's what Blue did. Because once you see in detail, very simple, there's permission, but more than that, you're going to become really passionate about it. Because when you date someone and you want to know if you're compatible. That's it. I know. I'll know. I know Just the call nature. Me. I, I, I like you. I'll give you my phone. I, I love that. I love that. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. So uh, listen, listen, there's so much more to talk about, but I think that, that we call for a part two. Maybe in Hawaii, though. That'd be oh, really nice. A I, podcast in Hawaii. You're totally welcome. Yeah. Like feet on the ground, you know, two cans, wind. I sleep outside. You sleep outside. This is what keeps you young, man. This is it. You're getting all the beautiful it's ions 100%. from nature. Are you kidding? The trees, the molecules, you're breathing it in. I like, go hiking like a crazy woman. This is, this is, you, you got some of I have an electric life. bike that I ride every single day. I don't get in the car. You're living the life out there. I can picture you with that electric bike just pulling up to because a coffee shop. Because you know, the shop. last thing I'm going to tell you, when you were born, here we go, one more detail. If you're going to have to remember this, but you're so good at this. The planet Neptune which is the dreamer and the visionary, was sitting right on the eastern horizon when you were born, which is very auspicious. In like when things were above, when I talked about the yeah. planets that were on the top, yeah. that's very significant, equal to when they are at the point of your soul. And you have the visionary there. So you do see things and you do get intuitions and you do have 100%. kind of like dreams. And yes. it's a little uncomfortable at times because it goes through your body. Yeah, 100%. The yeah. clairvoyancy was since I was a kid. So, so what do you mean you don't believe in woo-woo? Your whole audience just heard you say clairvoyance since I was a cor- kid. Of course. I mean, I, listen, I've seen ghosts as a kid. Oh, I, hello. I, I feel, I can and you channel. didn't believe in astrology? You were wondering if your audience would like this? I did not I did not, not believe in astrology. Oh, yes, I said, did. I did. I didn't know just my didn't audience. Know nothing about I, exactly, it. I didn't know enough about it. Okay. But now, now You knew I'm, a teeny about it. Now it's piqued my interest. I'm so glad. That's now, my job. You, you Listen, you are helping me remember so many parts of my own nature. That's my favorite thing, helping people remember. That's the, of course. That's why so many of us are here, right? Look, um, so people, viewers, listeners, what's the website so we can do the Just January? Just three words, Deborah Silverman Astrology. Okay. Instagram. Deborah Silverman Astrology. And I bet you your website's probably the same thing. Deborah Silverman Astrology. Boom. And guess what? I have, this is going to crack you up. I have almost 9 million views on these five minute videos on YouTube. So if you go to YouTube and you put in Deborah Silverman Leo, a little five-minute video, and you're going to laugh. It's kind of embarrassing. I acted out. I don't know what was wrong with me. It's years ago. But I acted out these little five signs. Okay. I, 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 will, I will check that out. Nine million, nine million people can't be wrong. There's, there's, That's what pe- put me on the, um, the map when I was young. I, I was much that. younger then. I just I, did the, I made them up. I, had, I was in L.A. with a camera a million years ago. And when I first finished, I was so embarrassed when I saw them. I was like... That woman's crazy. Like, we're not putting that out. And then someone was making a website, and she was like, do you have any videos? And I said, I got these funny... And then I heard her hysterically laughing in the other room, and she said, can I put these on YouTube? Oh, and, that's and then they put it on, and then, and then, then that's what... 
Awesome. Um, everyone go check out the website. Listen, again, lean into discomfort. You ain't ever going to grow if you don't get uncomfortable. Start listening with your heart. The logic will not explain everything, I promise you. See if you feel into this. Listen with your heart. And if you do, all the resources are there for, there for you. What a gift to have you from home. All starts with the prayer. All starts with the prayer, like you said in the beginning. Starts with the prayer. Start praying. Start connecting more. Thank you so much for coming Thank from Hawaii. You. I know. You are here with a beautiful tan. You're probably going to an electric bike when you get back home. I'm going to be envying you in the middle of the jungle. And um, and then you're going to come to Hawaii. 100%. The wisdom that you imparted is priceless. Thank you so much for your presence. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.